a shotgun. Cock on the other side of the door. <laughs> oh, this is your kind For of door. For fuck's sake. Who is it? Brandon, in case it's relevant, I do want to note that I have I don't like guns as an ability. Aha, what does that ability say? Mark 1 stress to disarm. You know, just a little okay. note for you for when that door opens. <laughs> no, because I was going to tell you. And therefore, as a result of flavor, it makes sense that if you do decide now you're going to kick the door open anyway, kick it, kicking it open will disarm the person on the other side of the door. Yeah, okay, I love this. Let's do it. Can I give yeah. an assist? Is there a peephole? Uh, I feel like odds saying there is death counts as an assist. That too, but like, <laughs> so I will, I'll be like, shh, and I'm looking at the peephole. I tap my finger like next to it and wait to see her eye, and then I'm like, go. <laughs> Lucy looks back at odds and says, "There's death on this side too. It's not special." Okay, and so just I would like you boom, to give me door down. <laughs> Let's no, do yeah, this. You don't need to roll for this. Well, you don't need to roll for this to see whether you fail or not. I just want to know whether other things happen. Um, mm -hmm. Give me a fortune roll with as many dice as you have in muscle. Okay. So that's a three. Five, four, three. Right. This is, this is comical. Um, and I am going to mark the one stress to disarm the person on the other side of that door. Yeah. Mm -hmm, definitely. What happens next? It's like a scene from the AT. You kick the door. The door was actually latched the whole time, but you kick it hard enough that you just kind of pull that latch straight out of the other side of the door jam. It hits the it hits the shotgun, which hits the person holding the shotgun in the shoulder, and they drop it pointing upwards. It Nearly, like you could tell looking at it, that if under any other possible circumstances as you entered this room, this this shotgun hitting the floor could have gone off, and it's actually kind of a miracle that it didn't. And as the shotgun hits the floor, pointing upwards, bounces, and then lands in your hand. <laughs> Lucy just calmly begins unloading it, pocketing the cartridges, etc. Is this Amelia? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Everyone is now in now inside the apartment as they see Amelia Carter and her son Devin. About thirteen, maybe. Yep. I was about to say. <laughs> Does Devin fit the elastic leash for a child? And then I went, no, I guess not. <laughs> Amelia, in the, like, intermittent nanoseconds that she has just been disarmed, has already kind of instinctively reached behind her on the kitchen counter behind her for what she thought was a knife, but when it uh, emerges in her field of view, she's mildly disappointed to know that it's just a letter opener. At which point, Devin very nervously says, Y'all don't look like FBI. Smart kid. No, younger man, because we've already seen a young man today. We are not. For instance, if we were FBI, we wouldn't be having a friendly conversation, right? 
me. Uh, I, I've closed the door. What remains of it? <laughs> I mean, the door itself is mostly intact. It's just never going to properly lock again for quite some time. Emilia puts the letter opener down and goes, Are y'all the team? Indeed. We are a team. And we were led to you by examining the whereabouts of our former handler who is missing. Okay. Good God. You know, we've been trying to contact you on several different burner phone numbers for the last six hours now? And that was just today. God runs on their own schedule. Well, God could be a little faster for your friend Joanne's sake. A lot of things are happening. I take it you already know some of those things? I step aside and gesture to my extremely intelligent colleague. Hi, Why why don't you walk us through how you met Joe and what you've been doing? Um, right, yeah, so... Lazarus happened. I guess I need to start the story from Genesis. And then, Lazarus stopped happening. And Joe decided, well, she had talents with people gesturing to you all and didn't want to let it go to waste so he was considering going freelance opening a kind of consultancy firm for people down on their luck is it possible to do the kind of work that she does pro bono i guess and we spoke a couple of times because i put her in contact with a couple of civilians from other cities who kind of needed help with some stuff. And in the business of doing all of that, she let me know. She worked with a team who was really good at what they were doing and really liked ensuring that good people didn't suffer, but also happened to be kind of greedy and narcissistic, of which I'm hey, assuming so is I'm really, really curious. Did she also oh, mention the part where we all really like being retired? Yes, that did come up. She wanted very badly for you all to not do the thing anymore and continue living your lives. Because apparently you hated this thing. And I don't blame you, given the things that I know, because that was... Uh, a month and a half ago? Nine days later. The next time I hear from your friend Joanne Hill, it's because she needs someone to not let anybody know that she's been grievously wounded and wants to know if I know any retired nurses or veterinarians who'd like to surreptitiously remove two hollow point slugs from her torso. And like, this is a lot. And that's when I learn, whoever y'all pissed off in Lazarus, is still pissed off. Hmm. So she okay. asked me if I wanted to cover the story, and I was like, this is the kind of thing that wins a Pulitzer, to be sure. And then I realized she wasn't done being shot at. Okay, so Tiny, this entire time that she's been talking, has been wandering around the apartment, and before she started wandering, she tapped Joe, and hand signs that he that he knows mean check for bugs. Like... So sure. we are both doing a quick sortie of the apartment, 
trying to see if we see anything suspicious that might be concerning in terms of surveillance equipment. So does... Let me make sure that a family of blades has team... I don't know that it has group actions, but... Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have group actions. So either of you can assist. I just realized... <laughs> this team does not have a hacker. I have two in hacker, though, so if you want me to roll hacker, mm-hmm. I will. Yeah. So whoever, I was going to say whoever has the higher hacker can roll hacker and the other can assist for the one bonus die. Joe has a two as well, but I'm happy to assist. I'll, I'll, I'll assist because okay. I haven't taken any stress yet. So. Okay. Yeah, cool. we'll, we'll make you point on the hacking. Sure. Right um, so Joe cool. pulls out what looks like a little charger dongle to go into, into his phone, but he flips it around so the dongle is pointed out and it's a sensor. Yeah, nice. Uh, um, what should so I roll? So that's two plus, that's hacker, two plus one, your position is risky and your effect is standard. Okay. Six, yes. five, six. The that most hacker is a critical. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because it's a critical, you're about to learn frightening things. Beautiful. There is a snake cam coming through the drop, the drop ceiling uh, at the top of the kitchen. You can tell from the sound of the feedback on the uh, phone line that the phone has been bugged. You get the obvious operational feeling that all of, this, all of the electronics that connect to cellular or Wi-Fi that were already in this apartment would be bugged. And then you hear buzzing. Uh, so I think the like, before the buzzing, Joe would uh, kind of look back to Tiny and do tap uh, tap his ear not once for somebody's listening, but three times for there's a lot of bugs. As you make that note to Tiny, that's when both of you actually see it. There are two houseflies in this apartment that are not behaving like houseflies. And so I will whisper to our, our little honeybee, can you go catch those? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> God, they need to get the can of raid in here. This is gross. You know, <laughs> landlords don't handle this stuff the way that they used to. Brendan, shall I roll muscle? Yeah, give me muscle... Your position is controlled. They're just small. Um, and your effect is standard. Okay. Is anyone able to give me bonus dice? You can push yourself. Or you can take collateral damage, which is the devil's bargain mechanic in a family of blades. I'm, I'm ha- not taking collateral damage with a child in the room right now. I'm happy to give an assist by, or I will argue that I should be able to give an assist from the critical kind of rolling forward by being able to like put out some kind of jamming signal that makes the, that makes the bugs Uh more sluggish. Mm -hmm. It's not only a bug detector, it's an EMP. (laughs) Absolutely. So I have marked a stress to assist. Yes. I would count that as, as either a bonus okay. die or if you want to increase your effect instead. 
I will take the bonus die. Oh, yikes! Oof. Three, two, two, two. Having a bad these, day. These two bugs totally elude you the entire time. Um, oh. um, would you Ouch. want to try double or nothing at risky? Yeah, fuck it, let's. You do have yeah. two hands. This was the first hand. Mm-hmm. Here's your second hand. <laughs> I will say that you uh, you are trying again risky standard. Okay. But no longer have the bonus from yes. the jamming. Okay. Six, two, five. Nice. <laughs> okay, cool. Just needed to warm up a little, I guess. You, you crunch one in your fist and in the process of attempting to catch the other one, like send it spinning and spiraling into the kitchen so virulently that it falls into uh, like a small glass of water on the kitchen table and visibly sparks so much that you think that it's not like just like it almost breaks the glass with the, with the amount of electricity that this one bug mm-hmm. has produced. But that is definitely out of commission. You just have some mechanical uh, tracking device crumbs in your left hand now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to head over to the kitchen and drop those down the garbage disposal. Yeah. Devin crunch, looks crunch. at you do that and goes, wait a minute, did we just get person of interested? That's, 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 you mean to tell do me? Do not say rad. Do not say rad, child, please. It's not. I'm, I'm, I'm learning where being fucking eagle-eyed, this is, I don't, I, it frustrates me that all of the, all of the examples that I can think of to describe the thing that is happening in my brain right now are all pieces of media that should frighten me as a kid. What is Experience it? Experience calm, child. All is fine. We should probably just, get out of here before the exterminators arrive. Just swatted a thing. And uh, what happens if one of these things goes offline? Devin is like Let's free. Devin is like I don't want it. to find out. So what we're going to do is... And Lucy grabs a paper bag off the counter. You're going to take some deep breaths with this. And we're going to get out of here, huh? All of us. Okay, wait. No, I... Amelia turns to you, uh, Honeybee, and goes, Did you bring the box with you? If there were, yeah, the box that, yeah. We, uh, I will say, I think we should have this discussion in a less infested location. Does any of you, do any of you have your own vehicle? Because if you're going to take a taxi to outrun the FBI when they get here, that's going to be a mess. A vehicle's um, not a problem. Oh, right, you're thieves, you know how to... Okay, let's just get out of here. And you all exit through the door. Okay. Braining again. So what we're going to do is we're going to split up, but the first thing we need to do is take a car to a secondary location, going to a mall. We're in Miami, so let's head for, like, Dolphin Mall. There's a million cars there. And then I want our thief to... Uh, steal us a very nondescript minivan, just like a very mom-colored minivan. That's our new vehicle. Can I flashback to say that part of the way 
A revelation led me to believe that I should not fly directly here, but I should fly part of the way and then drive in a vehicle, a very large one just for me, to the rest of the way to Miami. So that we don't need to roll for it, I just need to pay the two stress. Uh, yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. Can I actually use foresight to help with that? Or do we even need to do it? You just We have the car now, we don't have to do anything. We have the car now for two stress, and we do not need to do anything. Yeah. Okay, so all of those things having happened so we can get to some of the media stuff. I presume then that we are all now in the same place. And where are we? Let's say we're at, we're at the mall, because then that's an easy place to get lost in. There's a lot of cars, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's a okay, very large cool. ball, so... Devin, in order to recover from his hyperventilation, has decided to go into a clothing store and buy whatever clothes he thinks will make him look nondescript. While that's happening, Emilia sits with you all um, at, I presume that there are dozens of tables. Food within, court, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And goes, uh, can I see the box, please? Very quickly. What's in the box? Uh, you I think can Joe find has that out box. if I open the box for you. Okay. Box is produced. You see uh, Emilia turn the combination 366. She puts her thumbprint on the fingerprint scanner and it opens. Inside are six individually colored uh, flash drives. Each of them has like a like small engraving near like where like a keychain or lanyard holder would have gone of, like, the first letter in your call sign. So there's one with H, there's one with M, uh, there's one with O, and there's one that I'm forgetting. Uh, There's one with T. And then there is another one that is just bright yellow that Emilia seems to presume is for her. Uh, And there is another one that's pure jet black. Uh, that has no other identifying marks on it that you presume, just from context, um, must have been Joe's herself. There is also two dog tags, one for Joe when she presumably served in the U.S. Army before she became an FBI agent, and one that has all of its text apparently punched out with a hole punch. Emilia looks to you and goes... Here are all of the other things that I know. The very last things that she said she was working on. These flash drives have soft copies of all of the information she was looking at that gave her the presumption that not someone working in the FBI, but somebody working in the Justice Department. Somebody that she had met. Somebody who she presumes has served in the military or Homeland Security before was using our work to secure their own wealth and status. She had a short list, but she didn't keep it because she suspected that if anyone saw that list, it would be a a political incident all on its own. She told me that she was perfectly confident in one person in particular, somebody named Sutton. I don't know who that is. That was the last time we spoke face to face. That was like the fourth or five, the fourth or fifth time I took something sharp out of her belly. So suffice it to say, I don't want to know anymore. 
But she promised me this and told me that I had a duty to report as much of it as possible. This is where you all come in. I can't, like, other than the number, other than the couple of numbers that Joanne gave me, I don't know what's going to happen to you all after tonight. But if you are looking into this, all I ask is that you make as much of a scene as possible that it becomes obvious to whoever is reporting this story that they've gotten the person responsible, if you can. Make it a matter of the news, so we can't avoid it anymore. If I have to keep looking over my shoulder to figure out who this person is, it's probably going to be serious for me and Dev. And I don't want that to be the case, so can I ask you to make a scene? Joanne oh, tells me you're very good at scenes. we're good at. You have our solemn vow. We shall make many scenes. I didn't expect you to be so gung-ho about that. I am not gung-ho. I am Oz. And if you need to start over in, like, I don't know, Eugene, I can help you with that. Some new paperwork would be nice. I guess you will send me an email. I'm going to take my son, and we're going to get back in that car, and we're going to go in a direction. Don't die. Joanne seems to like y'all. I give her the keys. And she calls Devin, who comes out of, like, Foot Locker with four full bags. And they walk away. They, like, they don't even acknowledge you anymore. They just flee. So, yeah. Does anyone want to look at the contents of this flash drive? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, Magpie acquires laptops. <laughs> so, I think... Magpie still has like his own small laptop and can can get everything pulled up. And let's say that this is the type of laptop where you can fold the screen over so that all four of us can be looking down at whatever's in it. Oh. So you pull up all the documents on this flash drive and much of them are the same as what you've already seen um, at the warehouse, except for lots of photos of various, like, high-ranking military and intelligence officials. And Tiny, you notice, because uh, Emilia brought up the name, there are, like, several hundred photos of someone named uh, Sutton Mather, a six-foot blonde woman, seems to be wearing a different pantsuit every, every day, from these photos, you get the impression that she is very rarely at the black site where you uh, previously operated. Because you don't recognize this woman at all, even though there are photos of her being present. But several other photos of her meeting in clandestine um, meeting places in the way that you you know after having worked with this organization for several months is a part of their training and none of the people that she's meeting seem like fellow FBI agents. All right. Operation Find Sutton. Let's okay. go. So at this point, this is where we're going to do the obvious blades thing, which is I would like an engagement. But first we need to know exactly what plan we're doing. 
Assault, deception, stealth, social, or transport? Mm -hmm. Transport doesn't seem like it would make sense for this circumstance. Social would count if you potentially do gather enough information to know where she might be, which would be a very quick social because it would be you just confronting her immediately and seeing where this goes. But we do need evidence, and we do need to make a scene. And so (laughs) that feels potentially more like either an assault or a deception. Because if we do stealth, then we can't make a scene about it, presumably. Or Mm -hmm. we can end our stealth in a scene. (laughs) (laughs) I will offer very obviously, because the FBI is looking for you, because you already have it on good authority, that even the non- materially criminal elements of the FBI still suspect you for Hill's uh, murder. If you did create a large enough criminal distraction, it is highly likely that Sutton will attempt to be the person to capitalize on your arrest, simply to capitalize on the goodwill of capturing you as a result. So the question is, how do we want to to ruin uh, ruin her? Do we want to actually pin this stuff on her, or do we want to find or manufacture something else? Okay. I will pitch a deception plan. My deception plan is fake heist. So okay. we are going to fake a heist in which we are presumably attempting to infiltrate Sutton's base of operations, whatever that may be, to look for evidence. But actually, all we're really trying to do is lure Sutton there for a confrontation. Does this make sense to everyone? Yeah. Aha. So, before I make the rule, then... Also, when she grabs the evidence, we can then grab the evidence ourselves. So it comes from fake heist to real heist. Yeah. It's a a bait and switch. (laughs) (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So... Before we actually prepare that rule, then I will give you this piece of information because it will make this so much juicier as a result. Sutton Mather's base of operations, based on the assumption that she manufactured your work in Project Lazarus in order to enrich herself, would be the Project Lazarus black site, a location that you can very easily find. That location should reasonably be decommissioned as a result of no longer being in active use by the FBI because that project has been decommissioned. Which means that if you were to engage there in the first place, one, the very first obvious thing that you would prove there as a matter of course is that FBI clandestine operations are still taking place and still taking place in this location. And two... Because it's a place where everybody would expect you to gather information about uh, on Project Lazarus, it is highly possible that you will engage with a large amount of FBI security forces at that at that location. Sounds good. So I think so too. So Do I hear body cam so that we can just take even more evidence as we're fake heisting our way through this building? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You get a die because of the information that has been provided to you by Emilia and Joanna. So that puts us at two. You get a die from your own agreement with, from Magpie's agreement with the FBI that you have been given a, a, a modicum of leeway 
uh, to investigate this on your own terms. Mm -hmm. Do we get one because it's a, uh, a place we know well? You do get one because it's a place that you know well. It balances, it balances out very immediately um, because, it is, because you are aware that it is heavily guarded. Sure. I will give you one because you have operated in this space. Like, the logic for which I'm going to give you back this one die is... Operating in this black site as a thief is different than operating in this black, in this black site as an FBI agent. You know ways to get in and out, ways to properly secure yourself in the event of um, hostile engagement, in ways that most of the other uh, security officers security officers here are not prepared for, because they've never been in a hostile environment in their own black site before. So, yeah, we're going to close that four dice. Okay. Who would like to make the engagement roll? In fact, can I ask Tiny to do it? Oh, I was about to say, makes sense for Tiny because the brains, of course. Ay, yeah. ay, ay. Okay. Where do I click for the engagement roll? I don't think I've ever done an engagement roll before. Um, you can do a fortune roll. Alright, so that's... Was it three or four, finally? Four. 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 Here we go. Drum roll. It's a five, a six, a four, and a one. Very nice. Nice. Aha. So, things are at low risk when the action starts. So, <laughs> that means that we open with all of you uh, sliding into one of the unexposed back entrances of the bottom floor of the building where this black site is located to realize there should be more people on this floor and you are noticing no one at all. And that's where we're going to take a very quick break again before we get into more shenanigans with tonight's uh, Speculate one shot of A Family of Blades. The theme music for Speculate is Yellow Wood by Greg's band The Road. Find out more at www.thebandtheroad.com. Hi everyone, if you've enjoyed what we've been doing here on Speculate and you've been thinking to yourself, where can I get more role-playing in my life? Can I recommend arvaneleron.com, A-R-V-A-N-E-L-E-R-O-N.com, where you can check out the Curse of Strahd podcast. This, set in the world of Ravenloft, is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, which has been running for a long time with a similar group of players, and which has been both a lot of fun and I think you will find enjoyable. If you like it, please let us know both there and over here. You can subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, and many other fine podcast providers. Thanks, and we'll see you over there.